getting into the industry, into like a real professional, like high pressure situation, I was like, I love it. Everybody's on the same page as to knowing what his expectations are, even though he's not down there babysitting you, mm -hmm. you know? But everybody gets a little nervous. Like if you're cooking and chef's watching, it's like yeah. all of a sudden you can't make an egg. I enjoyed the challenge of, you know, like figuring out where I'm gonna put my stuff. And my burners didn't work how they worked at the club. And my oven was a little toaster oven thing yeah, that yeah. moved the whole table. Um, so I liked that part of it. You are listening to Fort Worth Food Stories, brought to you by the Culinary School of Fort Worth. All right, welcome to Fort Worth Food Stories. I'm your host, James Cringe. I'm joined today by Olivia Winter, a Culinary School of Fort Worth graduate, line cook at the Fort Worth Club, and the winner of this year's Ben E. Keith Food Show, a student chef competition. How's that for an intro, Olivia? <laughs> That's a solid intro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm excited. I, I really appreciate you coming on today. Um, you're the youngest guest that we've ever had on the show, so congratulations on that. Um, and we will get into the competition, but I do want to get some background on you as well. So um, I like having different people on the show because you hear from executive chefs or you hear from line cooks or you hear from people that write about food or whatever. Um, but I always like to ask the same question, like, how did you get into culinary? How did you get into food? Um, I started doing a lot of different things and none of them just like felt right and I was like, you know, one day I was like, maybe I could learn how to do cakes. Like I know my mom, she did cakes for a little while, she did all of ours growing up and I was like, that could be fun, that could be something I could do. So I started working as a cake decorator for a few months and I was like, maybe I could cook. I was like, you know, I cook at home, like I make these, there's got to be something more. So I found the Culinary School Fort Worth. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to see if it fits in my schedule. I'm going to apply. I'm going to see what happens. So um, I actually got accepted and started the following week, like after I applied. And really? Everything. Right from it? That's yep. crazy. Like the schedule fit perfectly into my work schedule at the bakery. I was like, obviously it's lining up for a reason, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I started doing this and I loved every bit of school, stuff like that. Um, I left the bakery and started working at like a little steakhouse just on the side on the weekends. That was pretty fun. Um, and then started working at the Fort Worth Club and it really like, I was still in school at the time and it really just like pushed me to learn more. There was so much more out there. And I was like, this is awesome. Like I love every bit of this, so. Uh, is there a particular food, like obviously baking and decorating cakes, like I know even just from you being here at the school, I know that's definitely a passion still. Yeah. But is there a particular savory food that you love to cook? Um, I don't know, like honestly I'm still learning so much about like the different flavor combinations and the different themes and stuff like that. For the competition I did like more of a German type flavoring thing and I just, there's so much for me to learn about flavors still that I kind of just, I like, like being a fly on the wall. Like I yeah. like to hear what everyone makes and what they're doing and how this works and then I want to try it. You know, so like I don't really have like a set, like I like Japanese cuisine or I like this and that. Like I want to try it all. I'm like, oh, that's fun. That's cool. That's a weird sauce. Like, let's make all of it. So that, that's cool. You're you're talking to one of the pickiest eaters in the world. Yeah, so, so it's nice to hear that other people don't have my affliction. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, let's see what this does. And yeah, that's hopefully it works. That's really cool. Um, you show horses as well, right? I do. Yeah. So what have you found any kind of a way to combine those two passions yet or do you hope to maybe do that in the future um originally i thought maybe like i could do all of my stuff in one thing somehow i was like maybe i could find like a dude ranch and work there and cook for them yeah. and something um 
But honestly, like lately, I've really liked the competing and I liked putting all the practice in and stuff because like I know what that's like from showing my horses and like I started training my dog to do agility and so I know what that takes to put into her to compete with that. Yeah. And I was like, it's pretty cool. Like it's, it's a similar concept to do it for cooking. And so I think like I found a way to tie all of those in together just through competing with, with cooking and stuff. And so like I'd really like to pursue that even though like it takes away time from them. Yeah. But like I like that. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like I like to put all of my time into doing this and then competing and like it's not even the nerves even though I was shaking like a crazy <laughs> person. But like it just it all pays off and I, I love that about all of it. And so. don't, I mean, you're wearing a shirt right now. Don't you run competitions as well? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. Um, I started doing those obstacle course things, the little 5Ks. Yeah. I can't breathe, but they're so fun. <laughs> I was so hot, but it was fun. Um, yeah, I just like found a passion for like competing. And I'm like, whatever it takes to do well in that, like I want to learn it. And I want to learn it well, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like the more things that I can not even master, but just start, you know, like then I can progressively always have something to improve on, like yeah. in all these different areas. So. Yeah. And I, I think that's cool because it, it shows that you, a week, you know, you come, you tour the school a week later, you know, you're accepted, you're enrolled, yeah. you're in the school. Um, it's not like you've had years and years of experience, but you've kind of worked yourself up. And I think that competitive drive is something that all cooks and chefs need yeah. to have, at least the good ones. Uh, so I, I think that's that's really awesome. Um, what was your experience like at the school? Like, wh- when did you, you know, at what point during the school did you say, okay, I think maybe I could make this a career. I, I do want to pursue this further on. Um, honestly, for a while, like I had a hard time. Like I would get so mad if my knife cuts weren't good. And I'm like, you know what? Like, why am I even trying to dice this right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so frustrating. Um, and so like for a while, you know, I was kind of feeling a little set back by that. And I was like, I can go home and I can practice and stuff. And like, I talked with Chef G and I was like, you know, like this irritates me so much that I can't do this. And he's like, well, just keep, you know, keep at it and stuff. And we got to like occasional like little baking classes and I was like, okay, I'm kind of familiar with this. Like, and those went really well and it kind of like boosted my confidence, I guess. I was like, Mm -hmm. yes, I can make cookies, you know, (laughs) I was like, this is the best. And so with that, I was like, you know, if I can read these recipes and I can do this and I can get my baking on a timeline, I was like, I can get my savory on a timeline. And so with that, I was like, you know, I I like this and I kind of connected the two into being able to to cook in time because that was the hardest thing for me was trying to line up all the elements properly and stuff and so when I got a job at the Fort Worth Club like I still had probably four or five months here okay Um, so like when I did that I kind of started to see how it all worked and so working there it was a lot more pressure and it was a lot faster and so when I came back to school you know every other day I was like, I know how this works. I know what they mean now. Like I see it. So kind of just like getting into the industry into like a real professional, like high pressure situation. I was like, I love it. Like where's more? (laughs) Yeah. So it's probably um, that competitive drive too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I may be making salads. I was like, but I'm going to make the best salad. So, um, yeah, I mean that, that really helped. Like I saw it and like, I love the people that I work with. And so that made it even better. And so I was excited to go to work and I was excited to come to school and I was like, I could do this for forever. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, hey, I that's like great. It, so. Yeah, when you find your passion and, and something that holds like your attention and your interest yeah. and your love like that, that's that's really great. Um, what what is your job like at the Fort Worth Club? What's your day to day? Um, I'm a my title is a line cook. Um, so like we have a bunch of different stations and like they're pretty stickler about like you have to work your station and master it before you can move up. Um, so a lot of the times like I would talk to my chef de cuisine and be like, you know, I, I kind of feel stuck. Like mm -hmm. I feel like I've got this and he's like, no, he's like, you're fast. He's like, you can prep it. He's like, but where can you improve? Uh -huh. He's like, you know, we've got to put time in here and you've got to put time in here regardless. He's like, so if you get bored, he's like, find something else. He's like, ask me. He's like, you can help me fab this or we can do chickens or whatever. So that's what I started to do. So I'm like, okay, if I hurry up and get all my salad stuff done, you know, which it's a huge station. So yeah. it is a lot to, to figure out. So like, I'll go in, I'll check all my dates, make sure everything's like rotated and stuff like that. Go through prep backup for the next lady. Um, and we have that from like 1.30 to 5.30 and then service starts. Mm -hmm. So like I got really good at all that stuff and really solid and I got to move down the line. And like I was finally cooking and I was like, this is the best. <laughs> I did burn my arm pretty good though. Yeah, I was, I was going to yeah. ask you. Yeah. Do you um, like how many burns a, a shifty? <laughs> I mean, like I, have, I was pretty good for a while <laughs> until I was like, yeah, I can flip this trout. No worries. And I flipped it and it splattered up my arm like first thing of the night. Uh -huh. So I just wore it like a champ. Uh, yeah, yeah it's like it hurts. <laughs> I can't leave. E even when I cook at home, I'm always like spilling oil on myself yeah. or whatever. So I feel like if I had your job, I'd have about three fingers left. You just, just roll with it. <laughs> yeah, like, just it doesn't roll. hurt that bad. <laughs> uh, what, what's Chef Prefontaine like as a boss? What's he like as a mentor for you? Um, I think he's fantastic, but he has like such a huge presence. Like we're down on the 11th floor and he's on 12 and he'll just show up like yeah. randomly and walk through there and he walks so fast. But anyway, <laughs> like he just, you know, like when he walks in there, like he means business. Like mm -hmm. everybody tries really, really hard, like for their knife cuts. Like even when he's not down there, if you see something, like if it might be old and you question it, you're like, you know what? No, I like, I know chef wouldn't want me to serve this. Yeah. And so like everybody, it's really cool. Cause like everybody's on the same page as to knowing what his expectations are even though he's not down there babysitting you, mm -hmm. you know? But everybody gets a little nervous. Like if you're cooking and chef's watching, it's like yeah. all of a sudden you can't make an egg. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's really cool. And like getting to work with him like through the competition and stuff, like I just have a super high respect for him. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, someday I just want to be you. Like yeah. <laughs> you're so awesome. So I just, everybody tries really, really hard to, you know, like work for him and, and do what he would want you to do. Without okay. him even having to say anything. Yeah. So. And that's, I mean, Chef, if you're listening, would love to have you on the <laughs> podcast at some point. Uh, but yeah, he, anyone you talk to that's ever worked for him, you hear the same stuff. It's, yeah. You know, he's just, he's hard, but he's fair and, and he's a great mentor and a great teacher. And yeah. um, I heard, I can't remember who was telling me, but um sometimes he, they said like he'll walk by and taste your sauce or something oh and if yeah he, and if he just keeps walking then you're good yeah, like you don't you want wait. him to stop yeah <laughs> you're like, Please don't say anything. i think that's cool <laughs> um so let's let's talk about that competition like i said at, at the top of the show um you did win this year's uh, benny keith student 
or what is it? Benny Keith Food Show Student Chef Competition. It's a it's a whole mouthful. Yeah. Um, but for those confused, uh, you are allowed to compete in these up to two years after you graduate. Okay. Um, so I, you know, if, if anyone's saying, "Well, you're not a student anymore," yeah, well, I you was technically wondering. you are. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but you you kind of alluded to it. But what was your practice schedule like heading up to the competition? Um. So starting off, like we started probably. So honestly, when I got hired, I told Chef, I was like, hey, I want to learn how to compete. I, okay. like, I think it'd be something I'd be interested in because he told me, he's like, you might get bored in your stations. He's like, find something outside of work that drives you that's still in food. He's like, whether it's volunteering, whether it's cooking for your church, whether it's competing, whatever it may be. So I told him, I, you know, I was like, I think I might like competing. And honestly, I forgot that I told him that. Yeah. And so probably two or three months ago, he came up and he's like, October 2nd. And I was like... Yep, that's a great day. I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and he's like, that's your first competition. And I was like, oh, geez. I was like, I did say that. Yeah. I did say I wanted to do that. <laughs> so um, he told me, he was like, okay, well, think of what you might like to make. And I was like, chef, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. So he, um, I read a couple books that he's let me borrow. Um, he gave me a really cool one. Can't think of what it's called, but it had like, food pairings and flavors that go together and stuff. So I sat at home like for a couple of hours and I just went through it and I was like, you know, maybe I want to put my chicken with lemon and then I would like write a couple of veg I might want to use and just, yeah. I had this whole notebook just so did you full have, of words. you didn't have a set ingredients that you had to use? Mm -mm. Oh, it was okay. just a That's chicken. Cool. Oh, really? That was That's all, all you had? Yeah, That's and I was crazy. like, oh God, it's so overwhelming. <laughs> so I just had this huge notebook just full of all these jumbled ideas and he was like, okay, he's like, bring it to me. And I was like, it's not going to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Literally not. So he sat down and he looked at it and he's like highlighting things and scratching out things and all this and he hands it back to me and he's like, okay, now what I, he's like, take those and, and put them together. Okay. It's like, okay. So I went back, you know, and I met with him like the following week and I had a couple plates that I kind of might want to make. I don't really know. And so we sat together for probably a good hour or so, you know, a couple times a week and just like, we're like, how is this going to pair with this? What is this going to look like? Where's all your elements going to be and stuff like that. And um, then I started practicing and I did up to the competition, I did eight practice runs and every single one changed until really? the last two. Yeah. yeah. Like what, like the first few, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to make my timeline. I kind of just was guessing. I didn't know how to prep it. Like mm -hmm. it was just, it was weird. Um, and he just let me just struggle over there until yeah. <laughs> I kind of figured it out. And um, so we did that and did a few platings the first couple runs and I was like you know I like this about this one I like this about this one and the one I liked he's like yeah I don't like it at all really <laughs> I was like, okay I was like I'll think of something else um you know we added mushrooms to one added cranberries to the next and I, I got them all down I was feeling really good and he's like I don't like it yeah I was like man <laughs> okay so we ended up just adding cabbage and it really it brightened it up um it added like a an acidic element to the plate like it's what was missing mm -hmm. it may have shown up the last two runs and that was it yeah but um i know like the week before the competition like every day on my day off i was at the club um like whether i was doing a run or i was prepping like whatever it was so like the last two and a half months like i've been there every single day just working on this like off the clock whatever it took and on monday it was my day off and he's like you know what? he's like come in he's like do two runs uh-huh back to back I was like okay <laughs> all right I'm tired but whatever and like I, I kind of realized afterwards like he wasn't around when I was doing those runs 
and I finished the second one and like they were both similar and they yeah. came out on time and I felt a lot better because that previous week I was like I don't know if this is gonna go like I don't know if how this is gonna work and I, I kind of learned like I realized at the end he just did it so that I felt okay about it yeah and like I didn't realize that at the time I was like chef how much can I fix on this uh-huh. I was like what's wrong <laughs> and um like he wasn't even around for those and he came by he just walked by he's like you feel good now I was like yeah that's cool. I do. Yeah, I that's like, really this cool. This is why I get it. I get it now. So. Yeah, that's that's a good teacher right there. Yeah, it was it was cool. I was like, I see what you did there, yeah. Chef. I see. So, <laughs> uh, so just so everyone listening at, at home knows, you when you get up on stage, you had 15 minutes to prep your station, mm-hmm. uh, an hour to cook, and then 10 minutes to plate. Um, what were your nerves like cooking in that type of time crunch? Obviously you've practiced a lot, so you have that kind of muscle memory and everything, but I feel like your adrenaline's got to be pumping more when you know people are watching. Oh yeah. I mean, it was good that I got to go towards the start and Mm -hmm. there wasn't a whole crowd out there. Like towards the end, there was a big crowd and I was like, Oh, I don't know how I would have done (laughs) with that. Um, but like to start out, you know, I, I wasn't expecting, like, I was like, what if I can't fit my speed cart up there? Like, that's yeah. going to stress me out. Like, where am I going to put my stuff? Yeah. Um, the oven was tiny. I had to find like a new drip rack for my chicken because it didn't fit. Yeah. And so I just ran up and down the expo and I was like, does anybody have one of these? <laughs> um, and we ended up finding one, but it was actually like, I enjoyed the challenge of, you know, like figuring out where I'm going to put my stuff and my burners didn't work how they worked at the club and my oven was a little toaster oven thing yeah, that yeah. moved the whole table um so I liked that part of it like it was a little nerve-wracking but like the the judges would walk by and they would ask me questions and the one he's like am I bothering you I was like no you're good you're good it's fine <laughs> yeah. it helps distract me um but honestly like I just got up there and like I had a little song in my head um it was fun it wasn't bad I'd look up and I saw Ashley was there and I was like yes it's <laughs> like my friend came and yeah. my boyfriend was there and I felt better and I just looked at them and I was like it's going well guys yeah <laughs> I was like, no worries. Um, you, I mean, to me, I, I obviously saw you competing, and I thought you looked super calm and cool yeah. and collected and way better than I would have looked. It was fun. It. And before I went, um, Chef and then my Chef de Cuisine, Joel, he was like, whatever you do, he's like, look at your timeline. He's like, if you do nothing else, he's like, stare at your timeline. Yeah. I was like, and then I kind of realized when I got there, and like, I brought my own little timer so that it counted down when my timeline counted down. And I was uh-huh. like, I feel like I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I'd look at it and I'd read it and I'd have like step by step, like turn on your blanching water, like cut your Brussels, yeah. every little thing to every little minute. Mm-hmm. And so I'd look at that and I'm like, okay, like you're good. You can yeah. breathe, you can clean here, you can do this here. Um, I do know like I, I had wanted to keep my station a lot more organized than I did or at least less stuff on there. Mm -hmm. But when I got there, like I was kind of worried, like I didn't want to forget something. Yeah. So instead of having it as like empty as I wanted, I kind of had like my pot for my puree here and my scraps here and I just kind of put it in a line. So like when I looked up, I saw my next pot. Okay. So like the judges, he told me, he's like, you know, it was a little, a little messy. He's like, but it was organized. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like... (laughs) I'll take that. Uh-huh. I, I know, you know, I just, I really didn't want to forget my Brussels and I didn't want to forget this. And like, for sure. so I just kind of had it in front of me instead of on my cart. Okay. That was the only thing that was kind of shouldn't have done, but 
in the end, like I wanted to have it. Yeah, there. And, and you got first place. Yeah, so it, made it me feel sounds better. like it worked out. <laughs> and I was plating, and my hands were shaking, and I yeah. looked up, and everybody was watching, and I was like, "Look down, look back down. <laughs> like don't make eye contact." Yeah, it, it sounds like you had good organization and, and good prep work. Is there anything you wish you did differently, or uh, I'm assuming you'll be doing another competition? Oh, You're very yeah. competitive, so For sure. you know what what lessons will you take from this one to the, to the next one? Um, honestly, like nothing really went super wrong like I think it's good because like you know chef made a big emphasis to be able to think on your feet he, you yeah. know he's like these ovens aren't gonna work how yours worked he's like if something goes wrong he's like you need to know how to fix it and fix it now so like when I had like was gonna roast the breasts on the on the chicken until they were done and I checked them like 10 minutes out and they were still cold yeah they were still raw and I was like oh no so I cut them off the chicken and put them back in the oven and like I had never done that in a practice run like the whole time I had always roasted the whole chicken. Mm -hmm. um, so stuff like that, you know, I need to think like what happens if a burner breaks? You know, what if this doesn't fit in the oven when this fits in the oven? Yeah. So I think um, like I, I liked how my timeline was. I liked how I had my set cart set. Everything was labeled, every pot, every pan, every container, everything. Um, that helped a lot for sure. But I think just next time, maybe like a little better on the cart organization so I can keep stuff off yeah. my countertop and I can just pull out a tray and just go with that and put it back. Um, but I think just for next time, I think I'll just keep like it's stressful either way, <laughs> Yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I think just making sure I just do it over and over and over again. And yeah. It was that fun. Makes a lot yeah. of sense. One of my probably my favorite part of the day was so they announced the you know where everyone placed so everyone gets at least a certificate or a medal or something mm -hmm. um, and they're going up and there's two gold winners uh, two gold medal winners because I guess the medals are based on you know how you, how score, you, guess, how you yeah. scored and then your place in the competition after that so uh, after they called the silver the final silver winner watching your face recognize <laughs> that you were going to get at least a gold was really cool I mean there's just so much joy and excitement uh, what was going through your mind when they called you for the first place winner? Um, honestly, I was really nervous, and I kept I kept looking at Ashley. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> I like, I'm not gonna make it up there. Yeah. And I was like, what if I trip and all this stupid <laughs> stuff? And um, and I could feel Chef. He kept looking at me, and I was like, oh geez. I was like, this is either really good or really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was just really excited and like. They announced the the other guy. He got gold, and I was like, "That's cool," because like I got to watch him, yeah. you know, and I got to see him next to everybody else, and I was like, "This guy." Yeah. I was like, "I like this guy." <laughs> um, so that was cool. And they announced my name, and I was super excited. And Chef smiled, and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> I was like, "He's smiling." <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That, yeah, that must be the coolest experience. It was, and I mean, like, because since I worked at the club, you know, like I started as kind of like just a not a nobody, but like. I'd never worked anywhere similar mm -hmm. to that. Yep. And I saw Chef's office and I saw all his medals and how everyone's like kind of afraid of him, but yeah. like really respectful. And I was like, someday I was like, I'm going to make Chef proud. I was like, I don't know how, I don't know what I'm going to do. And so like when I got called, I was like, yes, yeah, this, you is, did it. this is it, you know? And it was, it was a really good, really good feeling and stuff. And I was like, don't cry. It was <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. It was cool. Good. Was well, good. once again, congratulations on it. Thank um, you. Yeah, it's, it was definitely well deserved. Uh, watching you cook, it was like okay, I, I had a pretty good idea. <laughs> Even just heading into the competition, I had an idea you might win. Uh, what was the future hold for you? Are you, are you hoping to maybe open your own place one day? Are you hoping to keep working in someone else's kitchen? And and you know, what does like five ten years from now look like for you? Um, 
you know, I never really wanted to own my own restaurant. Okay. Just like I know that a lot of it, like you won't be in the kitchen. You can. I guess it depends on what it is. Yeah. I just, I don't know a lot about it. Um, so I do know like for the next few years, like I want to learn as much as I can from like as many people as I can, like prestigious or not prestigious. Like yeah. I know there's something to take away from that. And I think up close, like I want to be able to work on my flavors. And I think like the whole mystery basket aspect of anything is kind of hard for me now, you know, cause like, I don't know what I can make from that. And yeah. like, I don't know how to put it with something else. So that's kind of what I'm focusing on now. I think that's like my weaker area is trying to figure out how to put food together, like the real chef aspect yeah. of it, you know? So I want to learn a lot from that. I think, um, you know, maybe down the road, like being able to open up like a higher end place with someone would be cool. Um, I don't know if to like work as a chef or work as the owner because I also really like the numbers part of it. Okay. Um, there's more like I kind of want to learn about that. I kind of want to see how it works in the industry and stuff. So I want to get more into that side of it as well. So Cool. Um, but yeah, I mean maybe open a restaurant. I do still want to do my cakes. Really want to get some wedding cakes and learn yeah. some of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to narrow it yet. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm ready to kind of get out there and see what everybody does, how it works, what works for them, what doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just kind of see what I can, I can build and what I can make. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully, hopefully this podcast will still be around in five years and we can <laughs> check back with you and, and see yeah. what you did. But Olivia, thanks again for coming on and, and congratulations again. And, um, like I said, you were the youngest person we've ever had on the show. Ooh. So congrats again for that <laughs> <Thanks>. too. <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I really appreciate the time. That episode was brought to you by the Culinary School of Fort Worth. Located on Camp Bowie Boulevard, the Culinary School of Fort Worth is helping future chefs pursue their dreams every single day. You can reach out for more information or to schedule a tour on their website at csftw.edu, or you can reach them by phone at 817-737-8427. That's 817-737-8427. Also, you can check them out on social media to see what's going on daily at the school at Culinary School of Fort Worth on Facebook and Culinary School FTW on Instagram.